Welcome, everybody, to a brand new Labor Day weekend edition of the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks for being here. My name is Michael, and I will be your host and tour guide as we navigate the bullshit <laughs> that is the modern world, the new world, as that uh, that Oliver Anthony guy likes to call it, living in the new world. I got to learn how to play that. I'm not going to do a parody of it, but it would be nice to be able to play it. Okay. Lots to get into. Here's a little uh, glimpse. I will give you a glimpse into the future of this podcast. Uh, we got to talk about picking our fights. Mm-hmm. Picking our fights politically. How do we fight smart? How do we win? All that great stuff. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go back to... It's weird. I was just on the uh, the Gregory Gutfeld show. Tom Shalou was the host. We were talking about uh, illegal immigration. Of course I went for the joke. I went for the joke. But upon reflection, I want to expand on my answer. I want to expand on my thoughts about illegal immigration. Of course we're going to talk... Of course. Not of course. But uh, the whole uh, ancient people. The, the ancient peoples who are in uh, D.C., Talking about the Diane Feinsteins, talking about the Joseph Bidens and the Mitch McConnells. Uh, we're gonna do some updates on on Burning Man. I guess that's turning into a, a real shit show. Shakespeare is now racist. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. It was just a matter of time. We're gonna be making fun of that. Talking a little bit of Hollywood stuff. Got some got some shows that I can recommend for you. What? And we're going to take a big, giant, uh, steamy dump all over Disney Star Wars. <laughs> and also some other full, other full, other uh, wonderful updates. So we're going to get, uh, we're going to get rocking and rolling here. Yes, it's back. My little teeny weeny guitar is back. And I'm happy to have it. I'm sounding like Adam Sandler. Maybe we'll have Sandler. We'll have Sandler theme, the, do the theme song. It's a podcast. The Loftus Party Podcast. Whoop-de-doo. So hold on to your ass. And let's start the show. We didn't forget to do this part. It's this part that makes it good, yeah. Okay. Oh, also, uh, we did this hilarious song on... Uh, this will go under the social media of it all. The social media aspect of what's going on. The, uh, the censorship is very real. It's happening. Uh, more, more... Let's start there. Let's start there. This goes... This goes to the Joe, the Joseph uh, Biden of it all. And of course, we'll have the extra segment for the coolest kids on the planet, uh, the Patreon kids. The Patreon kids get their own uh, little segment of the show. Okay, so we occasionally talk about the, uh, the Facebook files and the uh, Twitter files. This stuff is still coming out. Uh, Elon Musk and, the, and Matt Taibbi and all these, uh, you know... Elon Musk opened up the uh, the archives, and I think it's Matt Taibbi and uh, Schellenberger are doing great reporting. Uh, 
And it's like, they want you to think, and when they, I'm talking about legacy media, they want you to think like nobody cares. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do care. Some of us have it as the lead story on our podcast. You have members of the intelligence agency who are working uh, for these social media groups. And, and they are helping to uh, shape the narrative. I'm going to put it very nicely. So you've got a former CIA agent who uh, signed on to that, uh, that letter about the New York Post's uh, Biden laptop story. You know, the, this has all the hear marks of Russian disinformation, blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, turns out uh, that's a, that's a big-time uh, Twitter person right there. Now, it's, it's very disturbing to me when you've got these uh, former CIA agents and people with CIA, like, like the dude from fucking uh, InBev and, and Bud Light. Like, why, why is, a, uh, is a CIA person working at, at, at a big beer manufacturing? place. Now why, I don't know why, this one's not even rhetorical. When you have uh, CIA people planted at Facebook and, and planted in positions of power at, at Twitter, that, that seems to me to be a, a teeny little conflict there. So you know you had the, uh, it's one of my favorite covers ever of the New York Post, the 51 intelligence experts who declared the Biden laptop to be Russian disinformation. That's all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. Well, it turns out uh, uh, Nada Bakos, <laughs> or Nada, Nada Bakos. It could be, it could be Nada Bakos, Nada Bakos. You say Bakos, I say Bakos. You say Vagina, I say Tacos. Vagina, Vagina, Ticos, Tacos. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, formerly a uh, counter-terrorism agent at the, at the CIA. Now working at Twitter. <laughs> it's just... I don't... You know what? I fought, uh, I fought terrorism uh, for such a long time. I, th I think the next logical step for me is to go into the world of social media. That's what... I, I want to make sure. You know, I... I fought those terrorists so hard, I want to make sure that uh, people are posting wholesome cat videos. That's the next logical step for me. No, no, I won't go into to the military-industrial... No, no Lockheed Martin for me. No, when I'm done fighting terrorists, the next logical step is to find out what people are posting about their fucking lunch on Twitter. Yeah. You're not being manipulated at all. You're not being manipulated at all. So, uh, this person was in charge of policy enforcement at Twitter. And I think they wanted to keep that secret. They wanted to keep that a little bit. Bacos, here we go, we're, getting, we're, dip, we're dipping into the article. Bacos or Bacos, when, when your name is like a fucking uh, Frito-Lay snack name, try new cheddar cheese Bacos, Bacos. I really don't know how to pronounce it. We'll call it we'll call, we'll call it uh, Bacos, because Bacos sounds seriously like a stoner treat. Like if nobody has started a snack called Bacos yet, fucking do it. All right. 
Backos is one of many former intelligence officials who were working at the same social media platforms that censored the laptop story. It's now an uncontested fact that the major social media platforms are in part moderated by members of the American intelligence community. Huh, how about that? How about that? Why? Why, ladies and gentlemen? That, that's a rhetorical one. That's a rhetorical one. This is, uh, this is how we can't, ooh, uh, we, we can't go on like this. We simply can't continue like this with, with the social media and the Googles and the YouTubes and uh, letting these uh, freaking these people try, def, literally defining our reality. They are defining reality for a lot of people. You're a smart person. You're like, fuck, I'm going to go on to uh, Twitter and see what's going on. Ooh, look, everybody's everybody's worried about these new shoulder bags. From No, they're not. No, they're not. Everybody's worried about, do I have enough money to pay the bills? Do I have enough money to eat? Where is all my money going? Do Are we about to get into World War III? I think that's the kind of thing they're, uh, they're worried about. Are we actually... Uh, helping the environment. What are we doing? Okay. I'm not going to get in a big tirade. So, uh, so, so not a, not a Bacos. Not a Bacos. It sounds like one name. It sounds like she's a Greek chick. Hello. She's a Greek porn star. Hello. I'm not the Bacos. And I like to be clean when I do my double scenes. Nada Bacos is a former CIA agent uh, known for her work ta- targeting terrorist plots, or no, targeting terrorists uh, after 9 11. Uh, she was once rumored to be the inspiration for Jessica Chastain's character in the 2012 film Zero Dark Thirty. However, Bacos stated in an interview that Chastain's character, Maya, was just an amalgamation of women I knew and worked with. She's not really me, you guys. Yes, yes, we're both super sexy, big, buxom women. But she, listen, that's not me. That's not, I give zero shits. I give zero shits uh, about any comparisons with her and Jessica Ch- Chastain. Was was Je- Jessica uh, Chastain trying to uh, undermine our election integrity? Was she doing that? Was that... With that now, Jessica, her character in uh, in Zero Dark Thirty was she trying to affect the outcome of elections? Was that was that was that part of her? Now, in when you in with the character in Zero Dark Thirty, was that uh, fucking devious cunt uh, doing horrible shit against the American people in that one? Is that is that loosely based on you when she showed her tits, just the the cleavage? Was that like a a symbol for how she was going to cleave? The American people into and undermine was that the for fuck's sake it's horrifying I try to make as much fun of it as I can I really do but all all 51 of these people this is this is oh here we go here we go take a take a sip take a sip and a deep breath we know this happened this is one of those things, you guys. So we know, oh my God, uh, we know that the uh, the Steele dossier was completely made up. The FBI offered 
the dude a million bucks if he could prove any of it was true. He couldn't. Uh, so you had the FBI. He was on their payroll. They were offering him little bonuses. Uh, the DNC and Hillary Clinton paid for that, and the media jumped on board, and they were all like, yay, hooray, uh, Trump-Russia collusion, more than happy to do it. More than happy to do it. And you know that, yep, Biden was in on these uh, these meetings and discussions. Obama was in on it. And then you come to the uh, friggin' uh, the Biden laptop. The laptop from hell. And you have... 51 intelligence community experts who signed on to this letter saying it has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. And you got uh, Greek porn stars, uh, CIA, freaking uh, cheddar cheese snack named Bakos working at Twitter. And you have all these, the same intelligence experts are are working at Twitter and they're working at Facebook. That's a fucking problem, bro. <laughs> like how this and this goes to the theme of the whole show. Like we we have to dig in. We have to fight like freaking pit bulls. I have zero patience uh, for the infighting on the GOP. Not going to not going to be part of it, not going to do it. Listen, we we have to dig in now. You have the intelligence community com- completely on board with undermining our elections. They they've done it once unsuccessfully, once successfully. And they want they they really want oh boy, that that Trump he's in trouble. He's in big trouble down in Fulton County. Can we talk about that? How are they going to select a jury? I don't care. Here's what I know. Dude ain't going to jail. That's... And and how the GOP uh, cannot rally about... I think every single solitary American... I, I, I firmly believe I can convince them all. Like, if I had the time, if I could stop time, and, like, uh, you show me some uh, some crazy... Frickin' uh, lady in the grocery store. Donald Trump tried to put his wiener in my frozen yogurt. And I, whatever it is. I can talk to that chick. I can talk to that chick. And get her to change her mind. And I think that the, uh, that the independents in this country, they don't want uh, the intelligence community telling them who to vote for. Listen, if, you, if you're on the left... And you're like, damn, Bernie Sanders is my dude, Bernie, ba 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 ba. Okay, so who convinced Bernie to drop out? Why did Bernie drop out before Super Tuesday? That's twice your boy has taken a knee. Like, why did that happen? Why did everybody make way for Joe Biden? These are the, like the, the simple, the simple questions. And I think every American, regardless of what they're political beliefs are, they just want to make sure that it's them making those decisions. This whole thing where, oh, we're just going to get handed a candidate, I guess it's the lesser of two evils. It's just the, I guess we're just going to get handed a candidate. Nope. Nope. I am digging in. I am digging in. And I want everybody to rally. 
When, when you see, and I've, I've made this metaphor before, it is like Rocky. It is like Rocky, the whole, my guitar, the whole like uh, Trump presidency thing, the, the 2015 run, the 2016, where they like, oh, they, 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 they take him out of context. They, they misquote. They really, they really pretend. You said there were some very fine people in Charlottesville. You real, oh my goodness, he said that, you guys. When they know full well, he didn't. And then when the intelligence community is making these decisions, I, I really don't, and they, they, you have people on social media uh, asking, uh, I think it was Carrie Lake, asking everybody on the GOP side, just, you guys need to drop out and rally around Trump. Because for me, uh, tr Trump is a metaphor uh, f for the independent. Trump is a fuck you in your face. You don't get to tell me what to do. And bonus, he's, he's run the country before. And it went really well. All right, we're going to take a, a quick break and we're going to come back uh, with some more uh, Biden email fun and some uh, an update on the illegal immigration uh, front and some more frustrations there. And uh, maybe we'll get into some 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 burning, man. We'll see. And this is going to affect uh, this is going to affect. Oh, we got to talk about Bill Gates and the 70 million trees. And Shakespeare, there's so much show. And then there's going to be more on the Patreon segment. So hang out. Enjoy the commercial break. And we'll be right back on a Labor Day show. Ha-ha. I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors. We're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. I know karate, I know jiu-jitsu, I drive like a gay, so when I'm coming to see you, see you.
we are just going to continue to rock and roll out here. Welcome back. Marshall. Here we go. Let's um let's dive right back in. I I, I don't want to let up on the uh, the the Joe Biden of it all. And these freaking there's a wonderful piece of video. It's not up at the Loftus party yet, but uh, some dude uh, from the Washington Post. I think his last name is Bump, or that's what his friends call him. We all call him Bump, but he's like a freaking uh, big wig at the Post, and he's doing a podcast with I think it was the owner of the Comedy Cellar. God bless the God bless the owner of the comedy cellar. God bless the comedians, the smart aleck comedians uh, out there in the world. But this dude, the dude from the comedy cellar, is like, you know what? You, you say this stuff about Joe Biden, but like, he's got these emails. He's got these emails, you know. And and Hunter's got these emails where like, I got I, at least you don't have to give fifty percent of your income to Pop. Don't you think you should look into that? And isn't that evidence? Then the dude from the Washington Post is like. It's, it's circumstantial evidence. Sorry, I mean, but if, that, if that's what you're into. And, like, tries to turn the tables on the owner. It's circumstantial evidence. That guy, that bump uh, dickwad, that piece of uh, toilet paper lint on the taint of America, just about as useful. Just, just about as useful. That is the poster child uh, for all of journalism, right there. Oh, it's, it's circumstantial evidence. And then the owner of the comedy cellar is like, well, but, it, but that's evidence. I mean, don't you need to look into that? He thinks, you think somebody should look into that? And then the bum guy's like, you know what, I should go. I should probably just take off. It seems like you want me to get upset and leave. Fucking. Oh, I hate them. I hate their smug, little, elitist. Oh, you know, you, you said... Uh, you know, you said the interview was going to be uh, 45 minutes. Here I am. It's an hour and 15 minutes later. And uh, it seems like is, that's kind of a, kind of a, you're, you're like lying in wait. You've, you've set a trap for me. Like how hard is it for uh, a fake journalist uh, like like this bump fellow to just act, pretend like you're interested? Okay. It's just good to know. It's just good to know. Support your your uh, support your independent journalist of choice. Just this anybody. I'm glad. Here's what one of the things I'm happy about. I don't know anybody's name over at the New York Times. I really don't because they don't fucking matter. And unfortunately, I know uh, I know this bump dude uh, from the Washington Post. Democracy dies. Democracy dies in darkness. And if it's not dark, damn it, we will turn out the light. We will not even look for a candle because we are not interested uh, in the truth. We all know this. We got uh, we got uh, email news from uh, from uh, the, the Biden family. We have uh, official records that contradict Joe's assurance that an absolute wall existed between his family ventures uh, and his work. Yes, yes. Official records released by the National Archives. Remember, the National Archives, they're the ones who were so worried about uh, Trump having documents. Oh my God, he's got documents. 
Well, they have, uh, they, they just released uh, 861 records encompassing communications between January of 2011 and December of 2013. Uh, they, they all had the name uh, Rosemont Seneca. That was Hunter's little uh, business. They held on to 20 other records, citing executive uh, privilege. But these have uh, communications with Joe Biden's office when he was VP and uh, Hunter Biden's business, the Rosemont Seneca people, uh, Devin Archer and Shay Fang. Shay Fang, who Hunter identified as the super chairman. Shay Fang. Uh, so how many did I say? Over 800? And then they held on to 200? See, that, that should be enough right there. That should be enough right there. It's like, uh, hey, I never, I never communicated with my son about business. Now we've got uh, a few hundred emails. Put that on the list of, uh, of shit. And uh, the GOP is going to sit back and wait. They're going to have to, we're going to have to look at the landscape of this to see if it's worth really investigating uh, and impeaching. Oh boy, this is uh this this goes back to what I was talking about on another show. We got to get into the GOP. We got to uh, we got to get more America First candidates in there, and just like just like the progressive movement took over the Democrat Party and and affected it, that's what we got to do. It's got to be America First. These people have no interest in uh, in us or our lives. It's it's really just a gross, gross uh, display of inept on purpose. And this goes to the uh, illegal immigration of it all. I mean, it's so insanely frustrating. So here we go again. I was on uh, I was on Gutfeld the other night. Fun crew. Tom Shalou was host. Uh, Freaking Emily Austin was on. Really cool chick. Really cool chick. Fucking, she's uh, fired up. She's got a podcast. She's doing reporting. She's like, and I think she's twenty two. Fucking, God bless. More of that. I had no idea what I was doing when I was uh, rocking the double deuce. Okay, so one of the topics uh, we were talking about was like, oh, New York, you know, talking about, and this is, you know, oh, we can't be a sanctuary city anymore. Uh, we didn't expect all these immigrants. And, you know, it's, it's happening all over the place. The best thing that uh, the right has done with this border crisis was to sh start shipping uh, these illegal aliens to these big cities. You know, hey, you say you're a sanctuary city? Here you go. Here's a couple thousand. That's it. Just a couple thousand. You'll bring New York to its knees. Hey, D.C., here's a couple thousand. Not 10,000, not 20,000, not 50,000, like, like fucking 2,000 people. And New York's like, we can't handle this. We have to rethink our policy. We need help from the federal government. 
So that's what you're supposed to make jokes about. And that's one of like my failings, I guess, as a as a comedian. Because I, I legit just want to solve this shit. Like, none of this is that hard. And and that's the, 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 a source of huge frustration. So I'll say this for the record, because this is the uh, this is the the stance, my stance anyway. We have a very uh, generous immigration policy. We let in a million people a year, a million people a year. There's a line. They apply. They love America. They love the Constitution. They love what America represents. They can't wait to get over here and get their piece of the American dream. Those are freaking patriotic people. They love this country. They've studied up on it. They're like, holy shit, that's the best fucking deal going. Those are the people I want coming in. I really do. And when you've got millions of people just kind of walking across the border, some of them on terror watch lists, some of them uh, bringing over fentanyl, some of them doing human trafficking, and some of them are very fine people. But even with that, we can't have everybody come over. And if your country, you're like, okay, I don't like life. I don't like life in, uh, in uh, freaking El Salvador anymore. The wages are shit. I'm having a really hard time. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to hoof it over to America, get a job over there in the States, make some good money, send it back, put together a bankroll. Then I can move back to my home country and retire there. I'm telling you, I've met the people. I have met several of these people. That's their fucking plan. Just swing by America, get a job, live here, do good, save my money, and then I can go back to uh, Guatemala, wherever the fuck they're from. They're not in love with this country. They're in love with the money. Now, let's say we can take all those people. Let's say we can. Who the fuck is going to stick around and fix Guatemala? You need some people. You need some people to be stuck. This is going to sound fucking harsh. But here we go. You need some people who are stuck in that shithole reality. Who go, this sucks dog dick. I don't like it. Well, should you go to America? No, dude. They built a wall. You cannot get in. Well, fuck. I guess we better fix this country then. It's just like we're prolonging the misery of all these other countries. We had a civil war. We had a, a revolutionary war. A bunch of people died to make this place better. Sorry if that's the, that's, that's, that is the going rate you have to make some fucking sacrifices to fix your shithole country. We can't take everybody in. And we're taking in, we're taking in the people who just like ca casually don't like it. Those are the people that you want to, you, you want those people to stay in their home country and become revolutionaries. Okay, so I've made my point, hopefully, on that side of it. You have a, uh, you have the GOP acting like, oh, this is, we don't know what to do. 
And then you have uh, the left going, well, you know, we have to embrace all these people. And what does it say on the Statue of Liberty? And blah, 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 blah. The GOP doesn't want to solve this problem. They, they must dig it. And that's where the, the idea of, uh, of Trump came into play. That's why build a wall f- fucking resonated so hardcore. Like, I don't want to play the game where we keep talking about this shit. And we are about, we are about two heartbeats away from the chant of uh, our immigration system is broken. We, we, have to, we have to completely overhaul the... My God. These dumb fucks, they can't even make a decision on daylight savings time. They can't even, they can't even come to an agreement on let's stop pretending it's an hour earlier. They're going to, oh yeah, they're going to figure out what's a, what's, we need a fair system, a system that honors the people and their indigenous cultures and fuckity fuck. Nope. How about we do the one uh, that we're doing now? How about we just enforce the laws that are on the books now. And when the president fails to do so, and when Mayorkas fails to do so, and when they're hamstringing our border, border patrol agents, and when they're coming up with apps that make it easier for real, when they're actively going against the laws that are on the books, they have to go impeach the shit out of Mayorkas. I can't believe that, that, that people, that parents of kids who've died from fentanyl aren't actively suing. I said that like, like maybe two years ago. I, and I, I honestly, th- th- those people have to be out there. The other like-minded people have to be out there that are for this. And we just have to get louder. We just have to get louder. The government is out of control. This seems like a good one to, uh, to repeat, to remind everybody of. We are not getting what we paid for. The, the, the system of taxation is off the rails. We're paying way too much in taxes and we're not getting the bang for our buck that we need. Your streets aren't being policed. They're not keeping criminals off the streets. The justice system from the very top, if you look at what they chose not to do with BLM protesters and what they chose not to do when people were attacking the White House when the president was inside, ah, let him go. Oh, they burnt down a historic church. They tried to, let him go, let him go. And then you got January 6th people going to jail for 17 years? And then you have every freaking Democrat on the planet questioning the outcome of the 2016 election and he's not really the president and we got to look at this and blah, 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 and they're all over TV and they can say that shit till the cows come home. And then when Trump makes a a phone call in Georgia, it's like, dude, you got to find like a few, you got to find me some votes, guy. You got to find me some votes. I know they're out there. Ooh, my God. We have to, we have to bring him up on charges. Everything is broken. Everything is broken. Permanent Washington is the problem. Unelected bureaucrats are the problem. And there's one dude 
who I trust to bring it to its knees. A man with nothing to lose. A man who's been there before. I don't know how people can, these people who are still having arguments about the, uh, oh, DeSantis this and and and, uh, and freaking Asa Hutchinson that and oh, Nikki Haley this. Sorry, I'm gonna try to be gentle. It's not your time. We, we, we got a rally. You got to rally uh, around the Donald. For humanity's sake. Seriously, for the, for the sake of our republic. Democrats, if you ever want, if you ever want to keep this shit fair, you, you got to vote for the Donald. Because that's the guy they don't want. Donald. You're voting for the Donald Cause he's the only guy Permanent Washington doesn't like They've tried everything To fucking stop him Which makes me want Him to get elected Even more If they hate him that much He's got to get in. All right, we're going to switch over to the Patreon uh, section of the show here real quick. But I am, we're going to dig into uh, William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare, and specifically Macbeth, has now been accused by academia of, of being racist. Yes, yes, the globe. The Globe Theater has been radicalized. Oh, oh, we got to talk about that. Also, uh, we're going to take a big steamy dump uh, all over uh, Star Wars. And we're going to celebrate uh, some shows that I think you need to watch. One specifically. So that's what we got going on. Uh, Patreon people are the very best people. And I will see you guys over there. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I'm going to try to get uh, out to the beach, get them clothes off, get a little bit of sun. You know what? Uh, We might talk a a little bit about Jimmy Buffett as well. Anyway, I hope you're digging it. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for sharing the content uh, and all that good stuff. You're all fantastic. One last question. Uh, Why are those pants still on?